Jesus. I know the Messiah coming, which is, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he in the presence of the king. Now, when God reveals himself to you, what should be your response? When God reveals himself to Moses, his face shone. Moses' face shone like the sun. Now, when God reveals himself to those in the upper room, they were filled with the spirit. We're going to talk about what happened when God revealed himself to the woman at the well. The question presented, when God reveals himself to you, what will be your response? All right. The cause, when you see the hand of God working, what will be your reaction? The cause brings about an effect. Even if you do nothing, that is your reaction. I'm of the opinion that God shows himself to me or if when God shows himself to anyone, there should be a fullness of joy. Because you're in the presence of love, unadulterated love, pure love, and hope manifested. You know, dreams are manifested in the presence of God. There is no need for faith because you're in the presence of the all-fulfilling one. You're in the presence of God. Everything should flee. That you all wants and needs everything when you're in the presence of God. Well, now, uh, when God looks at you, if God looked you in the eye, what would you see? What What would you feel? It should be a terrible. You should feel a fearful and terrible way, almost to the point of being scared. But this is a reverential fear. We're going to talk about the woman at the well. When Jesus spoke to the woman, the woman said unto him, I know that Messiah has come, which is called Christ. When he has come, he will tell us all things. Jesus said unto her, I that speak unto thee am he in the presence of the king. Now the setting is you have the Jesus and the woman at the well, just two individuals. Now, John, who, who wrote this scripture uh, through the inspiration, inspiration of God, he did not publish her name. She is just simply known as the woman at the well. That's all right. She's just a woman of Samaria, a woman in a place in Samaria. She's a woman at the well in Samaria. The region, Jacob's well in the territory of Joseph, either Manassas or Ephraim. Now, it says the time is about the sixth hour. This is lunchtime. This is 12 noon. Scripture says, and uh, Jesus was tired. Read verses 6 through 8, please. Jesus was tired. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, sat thus on the well. And it was about the sixth hour. Verse 7, There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. Verse 8, For his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Amen. So it says that 
Jesus being weary from his journey. They were leaving Judea and they went to went to Samaria. So Jesus was tired. Mm -hmm. No life is good, but sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we get weary in our body. At times in our soul, we get weary in our mind, thinking too much at times. Expecting too much from ourselves. Or expecting too much from others. Or not filling up the par. We begin to seek to please others. This is human nature. To want to fit in. So Jesus is tired. But when God comes into your presence, it presents you with a set of circumstances that pulls something out of you that you didn't know that was there. Jesus said, I have needs to go through Samaria. Now, this was like walking from Huntsville to Rogersville. It's a long walk. Going to a place where you don't have to go. But God, Jesus said, I have needs to go through there. So you sometimes you need to be obedient to the Spirit of God. God is pushing you somewhere out of your comfort zone to bring something out of you. Yes. Now, life has a way of pushing us to the brink at times. People on our jobs, people in our neighborhood, people... Even in our homes. You know, I spoke to a woman yesterday who's dealing with some issues. Neighbors. One of my, one of my neighbors shot and killed another neighbor. Those are issues, real issues. Yeah. So life has a way of pushing us to the brink, but life still goes on. Yes. Once you're in the land of living, life still goes on. You may be tired. You may be weary like Jesus was tired. Even God, Jesus got tired. And like at, at times you're just going through the motions to make it through the day. Doing the same thing every day. Sometimes we switch to autopilot. Well. Just to get it through the just to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Now, we want to pay attention to the setting. The woman at the well, she played, paid close attention to Jesus. Now, if you look at John 4 and 7, the first words Jesus said to this woman is very important. Uh-huh. Jesus said to her, give me, drink. give me drink. Give me drink. He was weary. Sometimes we may be at a higher position than somebody. We may be a, at a lower. It doesn't matter. At times we all get tired. And he asked her to give me drink. Scripture says, for his disciples were going out unto the city to buy meat. So they're going to get some groceries. Then the woman said unto him, how is it that you being a Jew ask me for a drinking, which I am a woman of Samaria, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. This was division. Even though they were all the children of Jacob, of Israel, there was a sharp Division, much like we have in our country today with racism. Jesus answered and said unto her, If you knew the gift of God and who 
it is you sat with who asked you give me drink then you would have asked him he would have given you living water in the presence of the king she didn't know who she was asking sometimes you get in the mode of thought to react based on cause and effect instead of having a proper reaction based on a company that you're in front of it's not her fault she didn't know that this was G she didn't know that this was the Christ she did not know this was, this was Messiah even though she knew of the Messiah the legendary folk tales and the, 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 what was passed down through the, the ages, through the, through the generations that the Messiah would come but yet she had the great awesome privilege to talking with the Christ alright life is good but we get weary sometimes yes. but don't you know that God is everywhere Yes, he is. God sees you yes. God hears you Amen? Amen. So, so this woman, Jesus answered and said, if you would have asked him, he would have given you living water. Living. Amen? Yes. So, even when speaking excellent words of faith, they say, you ain't nobody. Sometimes people say that. She didn't know she was in front of Jesus. Sometimes people look at your background, where you came from, your financial status. They judge you on what they see. Yes. Your employment status, the way you dress, your appearance. Mm -hmm. But you're in the presence of the king. You're in the presence of excellency. Yeah. Amen? The words of Jesus is in, written in red in many Bibles. Those are the words of excellency. But many times in our homes, there is dust on those Bibles. Huh. The thing that can deliver you has dust on it. Huh. Jesus said unto her, go call your husband and tell them to come here. She may have thought Jesus was trying to hit on her. You know, because this woman being in a mold that she was, she, she, she thought that possibly that Jesus was trying to hit on her. She, she may, may have been well endowed. She, she may have been a beautiful woman. She had been, been accustomed, may have been accustomed to the advances of men. Many women are. They used to getting hit on it. They used to getting, um, uh, a lot of women are. So what makes her different? So when Jesus is talking about living water, is she may be thinking, is he trying to be fresh with me? This dynamic dates back to the genesis of human history. Interaction between a man and a woman. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, you have said well that you have no husband. For you have had five husbands and he whom you are now with is not your husband. So she didn't lie, but at the same time, she wasn't telling the whole truth because she had a boyfriend. Huh. She had a boyfriend, but she told Jesus, I don't have a husband. But he read her whole life. 
And she was astonished. And she said, sir, you must be the Messiah. Then she had an inkling that she was in the presence of the king. Sometimes you get in the mold thought based on cause and effect instead of having a proper reaction. She began to shape up because this man, man knew about her. All right. She started to think, wow, this man is telling me my whole life story. You must be the Messiah. Huh. And Jesus said in verse 21, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet in Jerusalem worship the Father. But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Yes. Now, we need to get, get unstuck from racial racism. Get unstuck from what the ideologies that we have brought, brought up with. We need to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and worship him in his spirit and in truth. Yes. Those are the type of worshipers Jesus, Jesus is calling for. Yes. Not for based on your employment, not based on your background, not um, doing this and doing that. Years ago, I lived in Georgia. And there was a, a, a very famous preacher there and I listened to his radio broadcast and I wanted to go to his church. Uh -huh. They said that you had to fill out an application to join. You had to put out your job, how much you made, so that you paid the right amount of tithes. Uh -huh. Now the same minister is preaching against tithes. Well. So what are we doing? We need to worship God in spirit and in truth. Yes. Culture changes. People change. The spirit of the time changes. Music change. Fashion change. One thing remains true. God does not lie. No. And God, another thing, God is faithful. Yes. So we must line up with the spirit of God and worship him in spirit and in truth. You may have grown up a Baptist. You may have believed in once a Baptist, always a Baptist. But if God tell you to go right, you must go right. Yes. If God tell you to go left, you must go left. All right. You must forget about the things that you have learned, but not totally forget about them. But if God, the, the things you've learned should not override what God is telling you to do. Never. In the presence of the king. No, years ago, they had a, a, men, a guest preacher. And there was something special about this preacher because every time when this preacher would walk across the pulpit and look at me, I felt God was looking at me. And I felt a terrible presence. Now, this person was holy. I felt it. And it got to the point where I felt like God was looking at me. Because what? I was hungry. I was thirsty. You know, many times when a person comes to a church, when a single man, let's be more specific, a single man comes to the church, sometimes he wants to seek God. Sometimes he wants the more of God. Sometimes he wants to go in deep with God. But 
first thing a lot of people think is he looked like husband material. They be trying, many times when a single man goes to church, they, they're trying to hook him up with a female. But no, many times you want to seek God. Many times you want to more of God, but people, they get it twisted many times. They're looking at your employment status. They're looking at your clothes. They're looking at your background. No, like the woman of the world, she was looking at um, where Jesus came from in the presence of the king. You want somebody, you want to, to be joined up with people of like mind. Those people who want God. You want to link up with God chasers. Now God has already proven that the majority are, the majority is a person not dealing with numbers, but the majority is a person who's linked up with God. If you're linked up with God, you're in the majority. So many times we follow number, even in this day and age, we're looking at followers and this and that. But no, we need to follow God. The things of God are yea and amen. All right. You can have a million followers and, and be broken in the inside. Mm. Or you can have two followers and be full of joy. We know that money don't bring happiness. It's good to have, but money does not bring happiness. Money does not bring joy. Money does not give you the fruit of the spirit. We're talking about in the presence of the king. Yes. Now, when she came to the knowledge that, that Jesus was the Messiah, she still had racial tendencies. So many times when we need teaching, Amen. We need to have a teachable spirit. She didn't run out and say uh, something negative or uh, rise up against Jesus. She was willing to be taught. And even in that teaching moment, one of the greatest scriptures in the Bible emerged. Those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Jesus said, I must needs to go through Samaria, which brought us to this great scripture. That breaks down all denominations, break down all financial background, break down all schism, break down all everything, everything that you thought that brings you closer to God. That one scripture answers the question. Those who worship God must worship him in spirit and in truth. Yeah, hallelujah. Fully committed. Uh -huh. And don't you know, she got the title of the world's first evangelist. Because when you're in the presence of God, Moses' face shone. In the presence of the Holy Spirit, they were filled with the Holy Ghost. In the presence of Jesus, once she recognized she was in the one who made water come out of her belly, it put running in her feet. So that's the answer to the question. What do you do when you're in the presence of God? What would you do if you're in the presence of the King? The answer is run. Run. Do what God told you to do. Don't get in a, um, a stagnant. Don't take your time. Run. When you're in the presence of Jesus, you're supposed, when you're in the presence of God, when you're in the presence of the Holy Spirit, when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to run. 
There was a song years ago, Who Can I Run To? I'll tell you who. Run and do the things that God told you to do. Run to your destiny. Run to what God has got for you to do upon this earth in your limited time here. All right. Amen? Yeah. In the presence of the king. So if anything, I want to leave with you today is the fear of the presence of the king. Do something. All right. Move. Have motion. Amen? So we just thank God for his word on today. We thank God for the people of God, those who listen to this broadcast in, in the presence in this church today. And the spirit of God is here. Yes. 